You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Happy Monday to you this Monday, the 21st of June, otherwise known as the shortest day of the year. It's another start of the week. It's another Monday and we're here with you. We are. And he's got the trivia this morning, guys. That's not bad by you. What's that? I didn't know that fact. Didn't you? No. Well, it kind of goes across two days. Okay. Cause... See, I'm still um, trying to recover from the fact that every other country in the world had Father's Day yesterday but us. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Really? Oh, my heart rate when I saw that on the gram. Stressful. <sighs> so it's good to know. Yeah. Shortest day. We got this, guys. <laughs> we got this. It's five minutes past seven. Here is our breakfast banger. Eight minutes past seven for your Monday morning. We are into your weekend wrap, wrapping up all the news from the last 48 hours in case you've been living under a rock. There's some concerns on the COVID-19 front with some new local transmissions being recorded in New South Wales in Queensland. At this stage, New South Wales cases are being linked back to a, a possible leak from hotel quarantine. It's not exactly sure where it's been exposed from at this stage, but they continue to work on that. And there has been some exposure sites listed by the New South Wales government as well, their health people. So if you're unsure, I believe it's about seven areas, particular areas, New South Wales, that we should be keeping an eye on at this stage. And James Molino has also came out and said that it's been declared orange zones. If you were intending to travel there, you're advised not to. For Queensland, only one case at the moment, so not as bad as what appears to be unfolding in New South Wales. They are in the process of doing contact tracing as well. So just keep an eye on these developments in New South Wales and Queensland in relation to COVID-19. Absolutely. And speaking of COVID restrictions closer to home, Bianco, some disappointing news over the weekend with several businesses in Victoria being shut down for COVID-safe breaches. Mm. So the state government confirmed yesterday that seven businesses were forced to close for not adhering to COVID-safe protocols. So I think it's a timely reminder to continue to do the good work and make sure that, you know, everything is being done the right way Mm. to keep everyone safe. Definitely. It was difficult across the weekend as well. Local footy returned, but spectators weren't allowed and... Yeah, I saw some concerning posts on social media about some people breaking rules and whatnot. Just don't do it. No. It's as simple as that. Hopefully we'll know more this week about allowing spectators back to see local sport in some capacity. In some other news, momentum's growing in Canberra in the last 24 hours that a Nationals leadership spills on the cards today with reports that former Nationals leader and Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce trying to claim back the role that he was forced to give up in 2017. Hey, it's been a minute since we've said the word leadership spill, hey. I know, we don't have enough We've been too busy with everything else to even think of that. Leadership spill? Wow. What's that? What even? Well, I feel like we're really linking up with the weekend wrap today, Bianco, because speaking of Canberra, just to add to that, um, there is an emergency cabinet meeting happening today as well to discuss the vaccine rollout, um, where the state and territory leaders will hash out further details of the rollout after the federal government accepted advice from ATG to increase the age limit of AstraZeneca to 60. So a lot happening in Canberra today by the sounds of it. Yeah, it does sound like that. And, of course, efforts are continued to help those people that were involved with those crazy weather conditions in the Dandenongs and yes. in Gippsland with a number of generators and water supplies being provided to them across the week and they continue to be provided these kind of things. So if you can help out in any way, get in contact with those people like the SES and 
Red Cross and those people that are assisting. That's the weekend wrap for you Monday morning here on 88.3. It's 12 minutes past seven. This is Chet Faker. Sometimes Bluetooth speakers at the best of moments can be difficult to operate. Yes. Well, it seems it has been the same case for a UK comedian. Unfortunately for her, she just lost her husband. So it doesn't make life any easier. This is going to be a tough story. Well, (laughs) it's tough, but it's kind of a good laugh at the same time. Because Mm -hmm. comedians, they don't, you know, warn for too long. They tend to laugh things off quite quickly. This was pretty fresh, but she still managed to laugh it off. Anyway, when they found themselves in a situation where they wanted to sort of mourn, they decided to, well, watch some explicit material, to say the least. Now, look, I don't know about you, but I don't tend to watch explicit material when I'm mourning somebody. No, me either. But to make matters worse, I don't think I'd blur it through a Bluetooth Uh... speaker. I mean, that's just me. Others might think otherwise. If that's what you want to do, you want the world to hear what <laughs> what you're watching, then that's fine. But it wasn't so fine for the neighbours. No, I could imagine. Um, imagine it puts that. a new meaning to surround sound, hey? Oh, well, it wasn't a surround sound system, too. That's what makes it even funnier. Oh, gosh. So the neighbours weren't thrilled. <laughs> Because this was by pure accident. Connecting to a Bluetooth connection that she thought was hers. Turns out, no, it wasn't. It was the neighbours. I just don't understand how in the year 2021, it is still so easy to jump onto someone else's speaker. Like, surely we should have some more, like, I don't know, passcodes or something. Maybe you have to give up like three forms of ID to connect to a speaker because that is so embarrassing. Well, it's funny. Well, not so funny actually, but kind of was funny at the same time. I was sitting down in my lounge room the other day and it said such and such wants to connect to your television. Dun, dun. It was kind of very random because it wasn't me. It wasn't anybody in your house trying to connect. But you have the option to yeah. accept or decline, which yeah. is the best feature of any kind of smart device. See, the only thing I love about stories like this is, do you remember the trend? I think it was like last year and people were trying to connect to um, like certain big retailers' speakers and play stupid stuff like the Monsters, Inc. theme song really loudly. I was really in for those sort of videos. But um, yeah, no. Hey, speaking of, did you see that there's apparently a fend-off series of Monsters, Inc.? Can people just stop messing with my childhood, please? Henry Winkler's voicing somebody in it. Wasn't you know? he in the original? Hey, Fonzie. I feel like he was in Nah, the... I don't think so. Gosh, imagine his character. I don't know what it is. Mm-mm. I've just heard that he's apparently a part of it, and the people that played Mike and Sully are back too. Well, they have to. They're staples. What about Roz? Yeah, but... Is Roz still with us? No, it's a different Roz character. Oh, no. Nah. No. Oh, no. Definitely not. Have you ever met a real life Roz? Yeah, it's me. Oh, no, it's not. No. I have, actually. (laughs) And once you make that comparison, there's no turning back. In my workplace. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) No, 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 no. I'll just say, I'll go this far, right? Where I work, we operate sometimes with people from other states. There's one particular person who (laughs) we have to deal with sometimes, and you speak to him on the other end of the line. And me and my colleagues, my colleagues and I, however way you want to put it, we always say afterwards, geez, it sounds like a real-life Ross from Monsters, Inc. She is watching you, Bianco. Always watching.
our friend Gladys Berejiklian obviously has been in the news over the weekend. Oh, you're actually going with more politics? Well, I am, but I'm not. Oh, okay. So, obviously, COVID over there, she's been very present, making decisions for her state. But what she didn't realise she would be in the news for this week is her sister may or may not have made public a new relationship she's in by posting a selfie of herself and then had Gladys and her new boyfriend hanging out in the background. Alleged new boyfriend. Alleged. Because we don't know for sure. I mean, they look pretty cosy together in that Like, I mean, photo. the caption did definitely She did have away. her hand on his knee. So that would imply, you know, they might be more than friends. What is that where you draw the line? If someone touches your kneecap, you're like, ooh. Well, it depends on the moment. But if when the photo is captured of Gladys looking kind of happy and with a photo of her hand on his knee, it's See, it like was more the caption for me. I think it was something to do with like the sister and her new boo or something. <laughs> like the picture itself, I personally, if I saw someone touching someone's knee, I wouldn't read too much into it. No, no, however, no. but in a photo like that, if you've yeah. seen, if you haven't seen the photo. Go and look at the photo and then you'll be convinced otherwise. And I just want to know, what has your sibling done? Because surely either that has had to have been a conversation that's happened. Because could you imagine Gladys being like, that was a lovely dinner I had with my sister and in her words, my new boo, allegedly, and then woken up the next morning to see this selfie? Yeah. Well, on the topic of siblings and who they're dating... (laughs) I had a very funny encounter with my sister and her boyfriend last night. Yeah. So we went out for dinner because it was my dad's birthday dinner, mm-hmm. low key, you know, as you do. Nice, enjoyable dinner. And then we're like, all right, now we feel like dessert. We didn't want the dessert that was on offer at yeah. the, the fancy restaurant we went to. Oh, okay. Right. Actually, speaking of, I saw Karen. Did you actually? The real Karen from Barton. She was getting in her four wheel drive in ah. wherever it was, somewhere in Barton. Anyway, we go for a she didn't walk. walk. Well, she didn't. She got into a four-wheel drive and she drove off. See you later, Brighton and Karen. So we've gone for a stroll to where there was ice cream. <laughs> so then we're deciding, okay, I, I knew what I wanted. My sister knew what she wanted. And then my sister's boyfriend didn't say anything. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, what do you want, Georgie? She says, I say what I want and then I pay for it. And then he goes up to what his and I was like, oh, <laughs> I totally. I, he walked yeah, with us, and I, I didn't it didn't even register to me that he was going to get ice cream. <laughs> but of course he was because he was with us. So then he put his order in, and I said, "Yeah, mate, I got it. I'm sorry. I had a I had one of those mind lapses." By the way, welcome to the family. <laughs> I will not buy your ice cream. You pay for your own ice cream. You weren't taking a selfie with them in the background, being like, oh, cute couple goals, guys, like no. Lattice's sister. It may have looked like that, but I was just using the QR scanning code. You know, one could be mistaken for doing that these days. Oh, a selfie. No, 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 actually, other way around. Or if you work in retail, people are just taking photos of you constantly because they still haven't figured out the QR code. Oh, um, but- is that still happening for you? Oh, yeah. I am so famous in retail now. It is unbelievable. But I want to know, guys, 0404 what did your sibling do? How did they spill the beans? Because that was a story that I saw on Saturday morning and I was just watching it unfold. It was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. You even had to highlight it to us in our group chat. It was that amazing. Obsessed. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Monday morning. This is Galantis. 
David Guetta and Little Mix. The heartbreak anthem. Hopefully it's not heartbreak for Gladys. Look, I have seen some ridiculous things on public transport in Victoria. But this takes the cake, and it's not from Victoria. It's actually from Gladys' state. Gladys, friend of the show, apparently. We should try to get her on. (laughs) Not. Hey. This is very, very interesting. Now, next level interesting. It's not uncommon to see somebody watching a movie on transport sometimes, you know, headphones in. Yeah. When you can get your Bluetooth to work correctly. And, well, this person has taken it next level because they've taken a projector with them, a mini oh, projector. yeah. And put it on the train. And put it on one of the walls of the train. Was it a good movie, at least? Fast and the Furious. Probably wouldn't be watching a movie like that on a train. Just, that's not my movie, full stop. Yeah, it's not sort of like, either. you know, when you went on um school camp... And they'd play one movie. Oh, yeah. And it was always something so average. And you're just like, oh. Or when you find yourself on a bus trip and they put a movie on. Mm. Like, when I was on the bus to Adelaide to see Richmond get beaten by Port in 2014. I think on the way home, the movie was The Castle. Oh, see, that's a great film. I've never watched it start to finish. Oh, you need to. I've watched bits and pieces of it. You dug a hole. But I've never watched it from start to finish. Anyway, I got I was interested in it. And I started watching it, and the next thing you know, I was in Melbourne. Yeah. So I must have fallen asleep on the bus. These things happen. Anyway, this guy didn't fall asleep on the train because he had this projector, mini projector with Fast and Furious on the side of the train. And just when he thought that was the end, right? Surely there couldn't be anything else. Surely not. No, 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 no. There wouldn't be anything else. No. He had a vibrating massage device to massage his biceps. How much time was he going to be on that train? Had he just moved in? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know that Sydney is a maze, right? You could end up on a train for four hours to get from one part of Sydney to the next. Because mm-hmm. that's how ridiculously it was built. Hey. Many, many years ago. Oh, look, you know, I'm not Sydney's biggest fan. I'm happy to put it on the record. You know how I love Sydney? It's like my spiritual home. But you know how um they've got the double-story trains? Imagine it'd be like, and on um, level one, we are doing a screening of The Fast and the Furious, if anyone's interested. Level one. Hey, do you want to have your mind blown? Go on. It turns out Sydney wasn't the only state to have double-story trains. We actually had them in Melbourne for a little while, the same... Style of train. Oh, see, that's so much better. Why did we get rid of that? No, they didn't work. No. No. Especially when they went into the city loop. Oh, I was going to say, a bit of a tight squeeze. (laughs) I don't think they actually did go in the city. Oh, maybe they did. That would be bad. I think they did. They were the right size, but yeah. Anyway, I'd love to know what you've seen on public transport. Can it top that? Can it top a massage machine and a projector of a movie? Mm. Because I've never seen that. I've seen a lot of things because I commute regularly on the Frankston line. It's generally... Well, I mean, it could have involved movie making, but of a different kind. Oh, yeah. We've seen that pop up sometimes. It's uh, a happy Monday for you. Hopefully, yeah, you don't encounter something like that. This is Tones and I. Over the weekend, I since reading this, I can't really unsee or unvisualize what I've seen okay. or read. So, a former motel worker over in the US has quit her job, and she thought that her purpose in life 
was to share the findings that she had discovered since working in this hotel or motel and thought she would just let everybody know maybe some tips and tricks. So if you are having a stay in a motel, you're prepared. And um, I'm interested to see what you think of this because you can be quite fussy at times. Well, we grade motel way below hotels. Yeah, don't yeah. We? What's well, the we significant don't, we don't, difference? We don't grade them down. It's just that they're purely there just to sleep and leave. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of like if you're on a road trip and you pull over and you've got a room and that's it. But what's the difference between having an M and a H in the front? I've never actually distinguished the difference. Well, a hotel's more of an experience. Well, I suppose. Yeah, you're actually not wrong. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so this yeah. worker has decided just to give people a bit of an idea as to how often things are cleaned in the motel that she worked out. She said this isn't indicative of every motel, but from what she knows, these are some tips and tricks, okay? So the first thing that this lady wants you to know is don't walk into your room and go lay down on the bed. Immediately. Okay. Because the doona or the comforter, the little quilted thing that they normally have, typical motel standard quilts, um, apparently don't get washed all that often. They're more <laughs> of a display thing. Oof, I don't like where this is going. The next thing. every Almost every standard room you book comes with a water bottle and drinking glasses in your room. Nice of them, right? I would not recommend you drinking in those glasses because they're often not changed in between guests. Disgusting. As long as they look clean. Absolutely disgusting. Obviously, if they've been used, they will be replaced with cleaner ones. But if it looks like they haven't been touched or drunk out of, they will be left in there for the next guest. No, thank you. Now, this woman's um, TikTok has gone that viral that she's now got a whole series on motel etiquette and what to expect and what to avoid. But I want to know, what was the weirdest thing that you found where you were staying somewhere? Okay, so I was staying down at the peninsula, mm-hmm. staying at, I think it was Ra. Ra? Not the bread, the place. I was going to say, lovely place in the bakery, right? Yeah, except for the place that I was staying at. Oh. It was right across the road from the Rap here, one of those places mm-hmm. around there. Yeah. And it was so cold, we were convinced they were full of ghosts or spirits or something. Legit. We couldn't yeah. sleep. We actually could not sleep. None of us while staying there. Yeah. And the DVD player was stuck. Like, Gosh. one of our DVDs we brought yeah. got stuck in the DVD player. We didn't tell anybody. We just basically got out of there one day early. Just couldn't tolerate it. No. See, speaking of, that just reminded me of probably my worst experience. And that was actually with former Southern FM presenter Ali G. We (laughs) went on a trip for Southern FM a couple of years ago and we were staying in an apartment block in um, Sydney, just outside the Sebede. And we went to an event that night and we came back and we're meant to stay two nights at this place. We ended up only staying the one. And at about four in the morning, I could hear footsteps because we had like a little, it was a couple of bedrooms, but there was footsteps. And I said to Ali in the morning, I was like, what were you doing at 4am? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was wanting to know what you were doing at Uh, (laughs) 4am. Both of us were in bed and we could legitimately hear someone walking around. And so um, she did put that in the feedback. She's like, I'm pretty confident this joint is haunted. (laughs) It was so crazy. And you could hear like the lock being turned and everything. It was full on. It was not good. 
So, like, yeah, it, my criteria when I'm staying somewhere now is just a little less paranormal activity. That would be best for me. Yes, though, you don't know whether or not someone's died in the room you're staying in. Mm. It's a, always the curiosity question you ask yourself. Mm, I wonder if somebody died here. That's why you always have crystals on hand, guys. <sighs> no more crystal talk, please. <laughs> Cryptocurrency. There's a lot of talk about it at the moment. Everybody lacks the crypto. Well, not everybody. It's a very niche sort of thing. It's been there for a little while, but the popularity of it has spiked. Correct. A lot of people jumping on and just doing a little curiosity buy. Anyway, man in America, land of many things, has decided to purchase some cryptocurrency. Yep. Not a lot, but he purchased some. And as you do when you invest in the cryptocurrency, you tend to... Refresh a lot and check on how it's doing. Just a bit of a habitual thing. It's like the adult Tamagotchi. <laughs> you can say that again. Anyway, he's gone to bed, woken up the next day to quite a lot of money in his account. And I'm not just talking like, you know, an extra $100. Yeah. I'm talking $1 trillion. What? Yes, you heard correctly. One trillion dollars. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to read that number. It was a large number. Wow. Very, very large number. And he's thought to himself, I've hit the jackpot. You know? Mm. I've heard of great success stories, but I've never heard of one quite like this where you invest one day and by the end of the week you're a trillionaire. He's a literal overnight success. Of course, he knew it wasn't. Correct. Mm-hmm. And he's emailed the support people. He even went as far as tweeting Elon Musk. Because Elon apparently knows everything about crypto. Mm-hmm. He's in the know for crypto. Elon. Ugh. Anyway, I'd love to know when you thought you've had something but you didn't. Oh. Because in a shock turn of events, unfortunately the $1 trillion wasn't for this man. No. It was an accident and the processing and... A rather costly one, some would say. Just a little bit. How sad would it be looking at your account after you had that much money in it and then looking back and you're like, uh, the, fit was, the font was a little bit um smaller before. There were so many numbers but to fit on my imagine screen. Imagine having so many numbers, yeah, to fit on your screen and then you find out mm-hmm. that it was an accident. Because you know it happened there, just wrongly processing Yeah, by the company that this man has chosen to use for crypto. Because there's a few out there, they do their best to get it right, but they don't always get it right. That's the whole crypto. I'd love to know though, yeah. Even if you've got crypto, how how do you go with it? Is it something that you think people should explore? Of course, we're not financial advisors in any way, shape or form. No. If you want a finance update, don't listen after nine o'clock. You'll hear Paul Gattel's opinion. If anything, I would say don't take financial advice from us. We're not advising you to go out there and put your house on Bitcoin. No. Not in Let's make any that way, shape, very or clear. No. Although you might end up with a second house the next day. No, no, I'm just kidding. You won't. I wanted to talk this morning about dates. Okay. Particularly the first date. I thought you were going to say particularly the fruit kind, and I'm like, boring. <laughs> no. I'm more of a plum guy. Actually, you know what? I'm not even that. I just thought date and plum, very similar. What? Your guess is as good as mine. But the first date, an uh, expert in the field of dating has said 
it is the right thing to do on your first date to pay for it. Man, if you if it's a man, so well, whoever it is, whoever feels like they're the more dominant person going into it. Oh, I wouldn't say dominant. Well, that's a very bad choice of word. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, this is the way it was. Anyway, this is what this expert has said, and I find it staggering. I find it interesting. I don't know first date. See, I feel obliged to pay for a first date. That's just me, but I'm happy to split. It, these, these things happen. Although one time I went on a date, and the person I went on a date with just paid for theirs and came and sat down. Oh. <laughs> Very casual. Yeah. I went to a place that I'd never been to before, so I was experiencing something different in a first date. Did they know that you didn't know that you like you had to pay then and there? Like, Did they think in their mind, oh, he didn't pay? I'll put it this way, right? We went to a restaurant where you make the food yourself. Oh, okay, yep. It was like... It wasn't like, it was buffet, but it wasn't buffet mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I'd never been to a place quite like this before because it was mm-hmm. very, very weird. Anyway, I find myself making a meal. I'm like, do I put these in? Oh, I don't gosh. know. If I, oh, I, don't, I didn't know what the best thing was to put into this meal. Anyway, I've just put 100,000 things in and thought, nah, hopefully it tastes okay. I've, <laughs> because I've taken so long, my yeah. date had already paid for their food. Yeah, it made it for, a, for an interesting conversation. I bet. Because I was like, I don't even know what I've got here. It was very different for me. Was anyway. there a second date? No. No. <laughs> so now Bianco knows that he has to work in the parameters of set menu for dates from now on. If it's a free-for-all, that's words, what you choose. I'm not going outside of Brighton. Because <laughs> this was in Caulfield of all places. Okay. <laughs> it was different. Ah, oh, the memes. But anyway, that led me to another thing. And the other thing was, I feel bad if I go to somebody's house and I don't take somebody. somebody some, I don't take <laughs> something. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. No, I don't take something. Yeah. See, I'm like that too. I don't know if it's yeah. like a thing. I don't think I'm the only one that has that sort of approach. Look, I mean, it depends on what you're doing though. You know what I mean? Like if it's like an actual function type thing, yes, I cannot. Like if someone literally says to me, don't bring anything. I, like, buy 50,000 things. Like, I have to overcompensate. You know when the age-old question or statement is put out there, don't bring anything, it's implying, bring something! Mm-hmm. Bring something, anything! And then there's always that one person that falls into the trap of not bringing anything, and your heart just goes out to them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like, don't bring anything. Well, I didn't bring anything, I just brought myself. It's just so awkward, yeah. Anyway, I'd love to know. 404 did you pay for a first date? How'd it go? And surely I'm not the only one that thinks that yeah, you should go somewhere and bring something if you are going somewhere. Ooh, that came out really badly. Oh, I started so well and I just... <laughs> it was the flashbacks of making your own food that just got to you. And oh. you know what? That's okay. Dating's not easy. See what happens when I talk about dating on air? I just choke up. It's not, not good from me at all. Give it up. I think I might. I'm done. <laughs> You'll be glad to know it's 16 minutes past eight. It's still 4.4 degrees. So don't get out of bed. No, I'm kidding. It's Whoa. Monday morning. It's 15 degrees on the way today. 16 tomorrow. Carl and Catherine here on 88.3. That it is. And hey, Bianca, I made the biggest mistake on Saturday. I, at work at the moment, there's a lot going on and I decided to take on not one shift on Saturday, but two. 
So two different stores, very different jobs, same day. So got up in the morning, went to one job, came home, did some work from home from some other work, and then I had to go to this other one. So I was working... It was only a four-hour shift the night one, thank goodness. Um, but I started at five, ended at nine o'clock at night, which is a different experience for me. I normally don't work in retail at night. Mm. And anyway, um, what came out of that shift was – I still can't stop thinking about it. It was quite the weird thing. So the way it works, obviously, working in shoes, I'm on the shoe floor in this department store. Yeah. Very different vibe to working in a store. Yeah. And we have our own little like desk at the end of the shoe floor. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into um, women's accessories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was on the computer sort of killing some time, checking some emails. Oh, that's poor form from you. And all of a sudden, this woman grabs me by the shoulders and turns me around to look at her and her eyes are wide and she's in head-to-toe security gear and she's staring at me, grabbing my shoulders and she goes, two o'clock. And it was like eight o'clock at night. I was so tired and I said, what? Straight up. She's like, two o'clock, what's going on? And she actually meant 11 o'clock. Like, if you're going to speak spy, do it correctly. And anyway, I said, what do you mean? She goes, there's a couple over my shoulder looking at sunglasses and there's no staff there. What are they doing? And I said to them, I was like, oh, they're looking in a drawer. And she goes, are they stealing? And I was like, do you want to go have a look? And she goes, what are they doing? And, I, and in the end, she got so rattled. And then she started using like code signals to me. And I was like, what is going on? And I genuinely thought I was hallucinating because I was so tired. And I said to her in the end, I was like, do you want me just to walk over there and check? And she goes, actually, I'll do it. So she walked over like real mysteriously looks at this couple who are literally going through drawers of sunglasses with no staff around and said, are you waiting for a staff member? They then shove the drawer back in and go, oh, yeah, we are. And then this woman goes, valid, then gives me the thumbs up and leaves, right? And disappears off into the night. And I'm just standing there like, what just happened? And then later she came back and I said, are you good? And she's like, for now. It was like special ops in the store. It was the ra- most randomest thing. And then for the rest of the night, I was just like, what else is going to happen? Like, how am I going to help? But she was speaking code and like all the hand signals and everything. I thought that I had just been pulled into like the Get Smart movie. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I do have brown hair like Anne Hathaway. Like I could be 99 if you need me to. But it was just the most bizarre thing. It all happened so quickly. I'm so glad you've brought that story to me, though, Catherine. Yeah. Because it's inspired me this morning. You continue to inspire me. I know. But particularly for this reason, because hearing that, I feel obliged to bring back a day in the life of Catherine Powell. Oh, gosh. Catherine has just shared what's happened to her across the weekend. I'm deeply concerned for her and her well-being. After hearing that story, the story... Of a poor 26-year-old woman. Okay, you didn't have to age out me. 26-year-old woman. Who finds herself having to work a double on a Saturday night. But she is so young. She's such a tragedy. Tragedy. (laughs) That I just, I don't know, I can't comprehend what could happen. But then just when you thought it was the end of things, all of a sudden it turned into a Mission Impossible scenario. Legit. I thought I was going to have to start scaling the walls. Unbelievable. I did self-defense one time. They said I was the worst in the class, but I was ready. If it got to that, I was ready. Well, that's good. I'm glad you were ready, but 
you kind of weren't at the same time because yeah. you couldn't understand what that security guard Hey, I, I want to say that I actually took over that mission and I was watching that couple afterwards when the security just like took off. She was like, it's fine. I was like, is it though? So I was looking at them a little sneakily. Really broke up some time. Got a shift. word of advice for you. Next time something like that happens, kapow. That's all you have to say. Yeah. You're welcome. Dad jokes. Oh, no. This is where I leave you. Well, look, there's a lot of them out there, and I love a good dad joke. Oh, we can tell. <laughs> well, they're a highlight of some nope. people's lives. I, I put it down to many years working on the local footy coverage here at Southern FM. Spent a lot of time with a lot of dads who were commentating football on the radio, and they thought they were funny. A lot of the jokes they came up with actually were quite funny, but it was more the ones that were off air that were funny than the ones that were on there. Anyway, the UK have declared what the funniest joke is. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Unfortunately, I can't bring it to you. Oh. But I'd love That's to know what your funniest dad joke is. Have you got one? Not off the top of my head. Anything that comes to mind? No. No? I have been put on the spot here. You go first and then I will think. My One of my favourite ones is, where does a, a petrol get turtle from? Shell. S- hang on, that didn't come out right. Where does a petrol get turtle from? Yeah. Where does a petrol get turtle from? Where does a tur- I meant to say, where does a turtle get petrol from? Where does a petrol get turtle from? Where does a turtle get petrol from? That oh. does not just sum you up. And I even <laughs> helped you. I just gave you the answer to the joke. Uh, the, what? I said it wrong. Oh, we know. We know. I meant to say. The answer to the correct joke was shell. Yes. Where does a turtle get petrol from? Not where does a petrol get turtle from? That would be an unfortunate situation. Oh. Yeah. You, I think the the um, petrol stations are now going to update their thing when you go to pitch. You, you can't have phones or turtles. Okay, here's some of the ones that made the runner-up category for best joke in the UK. Why did the man fall down the well? Why? Because he didn't see that well. <sighs> okay. <Ba-bum. laughs> what do you call a zombie who cooks stir-fries? Don't know. Dead man walking. Was that meant to be walking? Yeah. Oh. Someone has glued my pack of cards together. What? Someone's glued my pack of cards together. I'm sorry to hear. I don't know how to deal with it. (laughs) Ah. I'm afraid for the calendar. It stays numbered. Why did the scarecrow get an award? Why? Because it was outstanding in his field. Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth, then it's a soap opera. Mm. Thank you. Didn't like that one. (laughs) I think. (laughs) I just heard some canned laughter. What? From somewhere. Oh, just some sound effects from another studio, from another presenter. (laughs) Which can only be heard by the one that's pushing buttons. You're going crazy. No, maybe I'm going crazy, actually. I couldn't get out a punchline and a joke earlier, so I think I'm Can we um, actually have an encore performance of that joke? <laughs> do you really want me to yeah. try? Yeah. 
Okay, so... Because ironically enough, that was the one that got most laughs and it wasn't even a joke. You were the joke. Well, you know how I like to roll. Yep. Where does a turtle get petrol from? No, do your version. It's funnier. (laughs) Where does a petrol get turtle from? (laughs) BP, that's the answer. No, I'm kidding. The business. We hear all the time dramatic stories that come out of weddings and wedding parties if the weddings go ahead. It's kind of not an event like that if something doesn't come out of it. Well, that's exactly it. And a little story that came across my desk recently involved quite the lengthy message that a bride-to-be sent to her bridal party, her bridesmaids. Okay. Just to begin the season that would be their wedding. Yeah, sure. Um, And I'm going to put it lightly in saying she had some demands. And I'm just going to read out these demands. And um, I just want to see where they sit morally with you, okay? So, the bride writes, Just a few things to ask. I handpicked all the dresses and the bridesmaid that will be there. What? That's a typo. Um. <laughs> And they will all be a size 8, the dresses. So if you're not a size 8, I recommend hitting the gym. No offense to anyone, but I've had this plan since I was in diapers and want it to be perfect. So you're telling me it wasn't the bridesmaid 8, the dresses size 8? No. Okay. They they have to be a size 8. Your nails need to be cut short and uncolored. Hair needs to be shoulder length. Um, What else have we got? As you may have noticed, my bestie isn't the maid of honour and is just going to be a guest. So if you don't know why, just ask because we have an understanding. We also want no kids at the ceremony except my flower girl, but she'll only be present to throw flowers, then her parents are taking her home. I'm sorry if this seems like a lot of demands, but this is my special day and just want to make it look like it. All I always pictured. One last thing, I'll be sending my Venmo and Cash App to the ones who haven't paid the $500 donation towards the honeymoon in Hawaii. Love you guys. Can't wait to be a wifey. $500. I'm sorry, what? And you have to be... So let's just recap. This bride expects her friends, alleged friends, to lose so much weight that they're a size 8 to fit into the dresses that she's already bought. They have to have long hair and not clip-ins. So they have to grow their hair out, have short nails, and then donate $500 so that the happy couple can then go on a honeymoon to Hawaii. $500. Uh, no thanks. No. you get. Yeah. What, first of all, you get what you're given, right? The bridesmaids and the groom's best men wear what you collectively decide on, not Correct. what the bride or the groom individually decide on. It's a team effort. Yeah. Wow. I would just love to know what the time frame was between when this message was sent out when the wedding was and how quickly these women were supposed to have this transformation into the bridal squad because what the actual? That is, yeah, a very unfortunate situation to find yourself in. Yeah. I would just say, you know what? You've made it quite clear what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. I'm unavailable. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's when you put your letter of resignation in. Oh, if you hadn't already. Oof. I don't blame the best friend for not wanting to be a part of the party. Yeah, why would you? Honestly. And then the expectation that you can 
just give five hundred dollars mm-hmm. towards a honeymoon? Yeah. I mean, seriously, what were they thinking? I just want to know if any of the women that actually received that message still were like, yeah, that sounds like fun to me. Let's still do it. Oh, no. Wrong on so many levels. Wrong, 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 wrong. I'm glad you thought that. What, you're telling me you thought it was a good thing? No, I'm just, I'm glad that we reiterate this stuff because, wow, Bridezilla. Sounds a little bit like the wedding that you've just recently gone, gotten involved with. I haven't been in any wedding because it got (laughs) cancelled. Thanks for bringing that up. Well, you know. The particular dress you had to... Anyway. Wow. Weddings, they're a wonderful thing. There's no iron team, but there is an iron marriage. Approaching nine o'clock, not too far away. We're going to get out of here. But before we get out of here, I must inform you about something, a revelation. Oh. Now, you know when you go to a party or an outing and... There is disposable cups there. Yes. Have you ever had the red disposable cup variety? Oh, yeah. Variety? That is the only party cup that you can have. Well, generally speaking, it ain't a party unless it's a red cup party. So true. And it's quite amazing, this revelation I found out about them. Did you know that the lines, the white section at the top yeah. that have the lines are actually meant to be used for measurement? Yeah. Oh, you did know that? I did know that. I'm sorry. Huh. I'm sorry. Okay. No worries. Well, I, I tried to bring you an amazing fact about those cups because I'd never known that fact. Yeah. Oh. Do you not remember being at like parties in high school and the parents would be measuring out the drinks so responsibly once it was like an 18th to no, make sure? No, we never really had a responsible measurement. It was just all... Whatever you could get your hands on. No, so but the to parents speak. would. It always would end up like that. But the parents at the start, if they were doing it, it would be so precise. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Hmm. Mm. Yes. Well, that was my fun fact. Well, it still is a fun fact. It's a bit of a letdown, actually. Most people might still not know about it. Well, I mean, maybe you don't know about it. You didn't. I didn't know about it. Yeah. Jack here. Let's give Jack a moment. You want to hear another fun fact for you before we introduce Jack? Okay. Yep. Go on. Did you know, and this is another really interesting thing, you know how when you open a pizza, Mm -hmm. there's that thing- Oh, I'm going to break your heart. In in the middle of the pizza. It's like a white thing. Yeah. I always used to just chuck it out. No. I'd I'd just chuck it out because I'd I'd pull apart my pizza and be like, I've got no time for a little piece of plastic. Yeah. Turns out- turns out that it's actually a useful little contraption. We know. <laughs> if you put it where the pizza is, it, yeah, helps separate it better. Mm-hmm. Didn't know about that. It's a nice separation tool. Welcome to the year 2021. <laughs> Jack, anyway. did you know either of these fun facts? I knew about the pizza. I knew about the, the cup, but I don't know what the actual measurements are, like what they actually are, if that makes sense. Is it like... Does anybody? 30 mil or... No, oh, no, we don't no. Know it's the more specifics. than that. I don't know, but like, no, we're not talking about the little red cups no. for shot cups. No, I knew that. I knew that the big ones, but like I didn't know what the lines, like what specific measurements they were meaning. But I did know they were measurements. Um, Isn't it? There's on the cups. one for a standard shot, and then it's like going from there. I'm pretty sure one is for a shot, right. but I don't know the rest. I'm mm. sure. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, thank you, you for sharing. It? Well, I thought, you know, I was coming out with some news that 
people had never heard of before. When we're allowed to um, have proper parties, you won't know yourself. Now that you've got the pizza going and now you know about the red cups. Oh, guys, you've really made me feel good about myself today. <laughs> Here I was thinking that I had all these great facts for you. I'm sorry. Your dad joke was funny, though. It, well, I didn't even get it out properly. How That's can it be funny? That's why it was funny. You know what? I think I might just leave for the day. <laughs> I don't feel welcome anymore after that. We're almost six months into the year. Yep. Okay. Six months into 2021, and I believe it's this time of year where weird things start to happen. Yes, correct. Very weird things. Yes. We've got an ant outbreak at our house. What? Yep. The ants come marching. Pretty much. There's nothing worse than an ant outbreak. Just came out of nowhere. Oh, it's so gross. I was in the bathroom, and I looked. There was ants. And I thought, okay, a couple of ants in the bathroom, not the end of the world. Anyway, it's progressed. I don't know if... You know a strategy to get rid of ants, but how, be very helpful. How have you got it in your bathroom, though? Because they hate water. Well, I think it comes down to the way our window works in the bathroom. Ah, uh, okay. It's a very weird sort of window. Mm. It's not your average. It's very much like something I observed in the bathroom the other day. That's not your average home bathroom sort of thing. You know when you go to like a bathroom... At, when you're out and you've got the little latch that yeah. says vacant or mm-hmm. occupied, yes. red or green. Yeah. I have one of those on my bathroom door. With the vacant? Yeah. What? It's taken me 24 years to actually question why I have one of those how at my own house. I've had a show for five years and this hasn't been brought up. Are you serious? Yes. What? Yeah. I think I know the reason why we have one, but it's still to this day comes to my mind why. That is your homework for Friday. You need to actually look into the history as to why sure. you've got that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is what I feel like I remember yeah. hearing the reason why we've got one of those mm-hmm. on our bathroom door. Because my dad works in construction. Yes. And I think on one of his jobs years ago, yeah. they had like an extra f- couple of them. So they kept them at his workplace yeah. in the need that they ever needed them. Then they moved... To another location. And so it was just installed and, in your house? No, but it just so happened to be around the same time that we were like okay. doing renovations at the house. Yeah. This was years ago. And then it turned, <laughs> decided amazing. to install one on the door. Well, see, this is your problem with the ants then, Bianco. That you've got it vacant. And so the ants thought they could come inside. No, That's your no, problem. No, it's not like that at all. You've got to just turn it. And just say, oh, not vacant, sorry. and the ants will go away. They'll say, oh, sorry, we're invading people's privacy You've here. You've just told me exactly what I've got to do so well. Another Thank case you. closed by Thanks Catherine Powell. Sure, Thank you very much. Oh, you are such a great problem solver, you know oh, that? I actually am. And I'm... it's not just fighting crime in department stores. It's traffic control in the ants in your bathroom. <laughs> I, yeah. You're welcome. If there's any problems that need resolving, 0404000736. We haven't got much time left, but if you do have a very quick question, I'll resolve it for you. See, because apparently, and I don't know where this has came from, but lemon apparently puts off ants. It doesn't really. Any kind of citrus fruit. They don't like ah. it. It's like they touch it and, I don't know. Yeah. They get so close to it. They think it's something that's tasty. No. See, I thought ant season was like in the summer. They normally are like infesting places. Who came up with the idea of creating ants? I don't think it was anyone's idea. They just went, hello, we're here. And there's many of us. 
I'm beginning to think that we have an ant problem in Victoria. I don't see ants often, I'll be honest. Don't you? Nah. I like it when they do their little rain dance. When the rain's Sorry? coming. Have you not noticed this? When it's going to rain, all the ants go crazy on the footpath because it's raining or it's about to rain. True story. Huh. See, we're full of fun facts today. Okay. Well, thanks. So, from now on, may- <gasps> maybe from now on we should have a camera on your ants and instead of you reading the weather, the ants can tell us what's going on. Ain't no chance of that happening. <sighs> Sorry to let you down. Hey, speaking of weather though, it's five degrees outside right now. 15 degrees on the way today, 16 degrees on the way tomorrow. And then the outlook looks a little grim after that. Sorry to let you down. Interesting. It's it's just that time of year, yeah. you know. It's just a weird time of year. The halfway mark of the year. Well, actually, we've passed that technically, aren't we? Yeah. As soon as you hit the 1st of June, that's the six months. Mm-hmm. So, you've gone through. Correct. Mm. Well, that's the end of the show for today. <laughs> We've note. covered a lot of ground. Um, have a great week, week, everybody. I keep doing this on a Monday because I work weekends. I think my weekend started, which is so not the case. Do you know what? For the first time in a long time, I've had my weekends off. Yeah, I know. I'm jealous. I've never really had this feeling of not having anything on the weekend See, to do. My weekend is a Sunday and a Tuesday. Sometimes, Sorry? yeah, that's my that's deemed my weekend. Sunday and a Tuesday. Uh-huh. How? Because I'm here and then I'm working and then Tuesday I have off so far. Well, I've got a meeting at night, but that doesn't really count. (laughs) So that's why I say weekend. Anyway, have a great week, everybody. You've won the morning. Go win the day. Have they won the morning though? Yeah, by listening to us. I have. It's a win. Oh, yeah. And you also missed the, or you might have heard the best dad joke of all time. Go on. One more time to send us out. Well, the actual dad joke is... No, your version. <laughs> Do I have to go yes, with my version? Yes. Why? Because it's funny. No, the, I feel like the original's funnier than what I did. Go on. Okay, well, the joke... I'll, for context, I'll give the actual joke. So, the joke is, why... No. What is we'll it We'll see you on Friday. <laughs> the joke was, where, where does a turtle get petrol from? And the answer is shall. But I famously said, or infamously said today, where does a petrol get <laughs> turtles from? On that note, did it? Have a wonderful week. Take care. See you on Friday. Bye. I hope. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on eighty-eight point three Southern FM.